Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. There is a whole lot of talk about self-care. And I wondered recently, what does the Bible say about self-care? But more importantly, why is self-care so important to walking out the assignment God has given us as Christian women in business? Well, that's where we're going to go today. Are you an ambitious Christian woman who feels like you've had success yet something is still missing? Do you wonder if it's possible to be ambitious and let God lead at the same time because you think if it is to be, it's up to me? Does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you want to ditch the overachievement and pursue success with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, entrepreneur, and recovering overachiever who felt those same things. When I prayed for a better way to work, God responded with, let me drive. Then he led me to help women like you through my speaking, coaching, and writing. My mission is teaching you that success doesn't require buying into the world's frantic definition of hustle or into the so-called anti-hustle movement. Instead, you can meet me in the middle right here to redefine hustle as you pursue success with God as your CEO. Each week, we'll spend a focused 15 minutes connecting biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Does that sound like what you need today? Then let's go. You know, as we read in media and social media about self-care, I think that often we tend to believe that self-care is very specifically about getting the massage, having a spa day. A lot of times it's also equated to how we're nourishing our bodies and our health. And I see it used a lot in the health and wellness space, whether that's about weight loss or just eating clean and taking good care of this temple that we know in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, that, that Paul tells us our bodies are, right? The, those of us, as we've given our lives to Christ, we know that the Holy Spirit indwells us and therefore our body is a temple for the Holy Spirit. But I began to wonder, what exactly does the Bible tell us about this? And how do we boil that down to what is truly critical for us as Christian women in business? How do we marry that together with redefining hustle? What place does self-care have in that? Today, I'm going to unpack a bunch of scripture for you. You're going to hear me rifling through my Bible. If you're watching this live, you're going to see me looking over to where I have some content that I want to share with you. But here's what I want you to understand about this, this sort of self-care craze. You know, if we dig into Romans 12, 1 and 2, where Paul is telling us to renew our minds, self-care has everything to do with that. And we cannot operate in the gifts and talents and skills that the Lord has given us to full measure without caring for the body and the mind and the spirit 
that he's given us. So let's take a look at some of these things. In the show notes, you're going to see a couple of blogs that I found. If you're watching this live, I'm going to post these in here as comments all about self-care. And they're, they're just so beautiful that really what I want to do today is share some of this content with you. And as you know, I am not a biblical scholar, but I am here to bring forth the word and apply that to business. So let's take a look at what, what some of this says for us. You know, in order for us, as I said earlier, to walk out this assignment, we've got to give the Lord margin. Our constant spiral of thoughts and our constant busyness of action and movement can really quickly take us away from him. And that leaves us in the dark, in the fog. You know, we may be go, go, go for Jesus, but is that really where he wants us spending all of our time? We have to be careful that we don't allow that to spill over into pride and that we don't deplete ourselves in doing that work, in serving the audiences with the products and services that we have. So let's start with this truth that God designed you as a multifaceted human being with a body, mind, spirit, heart, and soul. And that makes up our whole being. And all of these things that he's given us, all of these parts of us, were made to love and serve him. A couple of places where it says that um, in Mark 12, 30, it says, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. This is the first commandment. So that's whole person, right? In 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, it says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and catch this, may your whole spirit soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So if we just look at those two scriptures right there, we are to honor God with our whole person. We were made to worship him. He chose us to be his co-laborers. The work that he's called you to do in your business, your mission in the marketplace, he could do without you, right? But he chooses to place and position and prepare you and perfect you in being his co-labor that takes that takes all of us i had a retreat this weekend focused on working with god in business and what i heard from a number of women is that i know what to do in my business and i know where god is in my life but i don't know how to integrate those two things the 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 ongoing list of things that i need to do in my business tires me out not because i'm doing it all, but because it takes up so much mental space. Well, friends, that is why we need self-care. And if this whole person is made to worship the Lord, then we've got to care for this temple. So in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, it says, don't you realize that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You don't belong to yourself for God bought you with a high price. Jesus's sacrifice is the highest price that he paid that we could belong to the Lord. So you must honor God with your body. Now, I want to be clear that this is at the end of a section where Paul is talking about sexual sin. And we're not going there in this context right here today. 
But my point here is that we have got to honor this temple even in our work, even in the assignment that the Lord has given us. So how do we exactly do that? Well, I've got four ways that you can do that or three ways. So first and foremost, your body is a temple. We just talked about that. Culture's unrealistic expectations of what that means is that we need to preserve it. It needs to have a six pack and we need to be constantly nourishing our bodies with only the right foods. And, you know, that can get into a very negative and toxic sort of diet culture, if you will. And preserving this temple for the Holy Spirit is really about caring for ourselves. It means nourishing our bodies like Jesus fed those who followed him. Um, in the two miracles that are talked about in the the Gospels, right? He fed the 4,000, first miracle, he, or 5,000, then he fed another 4,000, which we know was more than that because that was just the men that they were counting, right? He nourished them as they followed him. So that is important. We need to feed our souls in keeping this temple and we do that by starting our day in the word, by being with the Lord, by being in constant contact with him throughout the day in the work that we're doing, in the life that we're leading, and by seeking first his kingdom. In Matthew 5, 13, it tells us that we are salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it's lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? No, it will be thrown out and trampled under foot as worthless. But how can we remain that salt of the earth if we're not preserving it? If if we're not treating our bodies as a temple so that as we walk as the light of the world, as the salt of the earth, that we are effectively reflecting Jesus. And then in Matthew 6, 25 through 33, this is all about how the worries of our life take over, how they they burden us and they weigh us down and they have us feeling in darkness. Well, guess what? Again, it's remembering that seeking him first is honoring the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? So that's number one, that we've got to honor this whole person, this temple as the home of the Holy Spirit. And the self-care that's involved there is feeding our souls in the word and seeking first his kingdom. What's number two? Number two, my friends, is setting boundaries. There's a lot of talk about boundaries, but here's why I believe this is so important. We've got to set boundaries because we always want to give God our best yes. I know that we want to be the super women or the world tells us that we should be, but we are finite human beings with limits. I know that Elphabus sings about being unlimited in the show Wicked, and I'm a huge Broadway fan, which is why I bring that up. But the truth is we are finite and we have limits, but we're constantly pushing those limits to do more and to have more and to be more. And God is saying, no, 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 you cannot do this on your own. So we've got to set boundaries, boundaries around our time, boundaries around the services and products that we're going to use and share in our business, boundaries around the audience of people that he is giving us to serve. And we've got to be able to say no. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about overcoming rejection, but this is us saying no so that we can give God our best. Yes, that friends is self care. And I want to let you know that no is a complete sentence. You don't have to explain it. You can just say no, right? 
But when we do that, we're giving God the margin. We're giving God the acknowledgement that, Lord, I cannot do this without you. And I only want to give you my best yes. So we've got to set boundaries around that. That's one of the things that I very often have to help clients do because they've been good at setting them, but not always keeping them. So number two of self-care is setting boundaries to say no, to give God your best yes. Number three for self-care, you have got to make time for rest and solitude. I'm going to link uh, to some great resources from a former client of mine, Amma Brew, who talks about rest and self-care for the busy Christian mom. She has some great books on that, and I will link that down in the show notes. But I want you to just take a minute. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. But if you're not driving as you're listening to this, I want you to close your eyes for a minute. Take a deep breath and think, what is it that you love that you could consider rest? Because it allows your brain to renew. It allows your your energy to refill and to refuel. What gives you that sort of sense of like, ah, right? Rest can come in many forms. Maybe rest for you is one of your favorite hobbies. Maybe rest for you is being out in nature. Maybe rest for you, if if you're older, is playing with your grandkids. Uh, That takes a lot of energy, but maybe that's what rests your brain. You know, maybe rest for you is writing. Maybe rest for you is reading. Maybe sometimes rest for you is binging your favorite show. And there's nothing wrong with that. As long as it's not all that you're doing, but you've got to make time for rest and solitude. Jesus rested. Back in episode 186, I talked about rest as part of redefining hustle, and that is self-care. So I'm going to link to that and link to the blog that I wrote about that as well. But I want to read this to you about rest as part of our self-care. So this is Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30 in the message version. And I love this. A friend of mine shared this with me. And it says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, says Jesus. Get away with me and you'll rediscover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. I love that piece that Jesus is saying, watch how I do it, not how you do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Friends, that is self-care right there, right? I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I want to pull a few things out of that that have to do with self-care. Number one, we've got to do it with him. Self-care honors the Lord. Now, I'm not talking about like spending the day at the spa and that, oh, I just got to go spend the day at the spa and that will honor the Lord. But taking care of the temple that he has given you, we've got to do it with him. He invites us to walk with him and what work with him, which is key to our business. I love the learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Friends, when you are engaging and planning for and expectant of self-care time as part of your business schedule, you will learn the unforced rhythms of grace because you cannot do it without him. So that number three of self-care is making time for rest and solitude. What I want to leave you with today is that 
the way that I end every one of my podcasts and encouraging you to tune out the world, tune into God's truth and turn up focus, that focus includes your own self-care. Do not overlook that. That needs to be part of your strategy. You've got to build in the self-care into your strategy because whether you've got a team or you're running an agency or whatever that looks like, if you are not engaging in self-care, that you are going to deplete yourself because you are a finite resource. And that is what the Bible says about self-care. That is why self-care is critical for your business. I can't wait to see what you uh, say about this. So make sure you get in and leave some comments. DM me, tag me, share this, all the things. Hey, ambitious Christian woman building a thriving kingdom business. Do you ever feel like you've experienced success yet you're still feeling empty and stagnant in your business? Does the hustle of business secretly fuel your adrenaline, but you wish you could do it with calm and joy instead of frantic, frazzled energy? Do you believe that God has a purpose for your business, but you're not sure how, or maybe you're a little afraid to actually let him lead? The right coaching that combines biblical truth and business principles with a personalized approach can help you break free from the overwhelm and overachievement that you're feeling so that you can walk out his assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. And that's what I do. Let's explore how I can help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to grow your business and impact. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call with me today at erinharrigan.com slash discovery call, or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, pursuing success as a Christian woman this week. Pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.